재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 The problem of fine dust particles in the air, especially around this time of the year, is a major concern for people who have been quite concerned about these warnings issued by the government. It is a frequent occurrence, especially as we head into the autumn, but it does feel like that uh, there have been more recent and often some more frequent warnings. In fact, the numbers bear it out. The uh, government issued triple the number of dust warnings last year compared to the year before. It seems to be an ever-growing trend. We're going to talk about this in more detail, perhaps from a scientific point of view, and we're very pleased to have joining us on the line from Kungguk University, environmental engineering professor Sun Young. Hello. Hi. Professor Sun, thank you for joining us. I guess the first basic question is, what is the cause and the source of this ultra-fine dust pollution? Okay. Well, first of all, my last name is Sun Woo, so <laughs> it's not Sun. It's, sorry. Um, sorry about that. Sun Woo, but yeah, and I don't mean to get technical or academic, but um, one thing I have to make certain that your audience understands is that when we say ultra-fine dust, um, we're talking about what we call PM2.5, um, particulate matter or particles that are smaller than 2.5 micrometers. That's about a thousandth of a millimeter. Um, that's versus the what we normally call our normal fine particle or fine dust, which is PM10, which usually the public can see in these um, air pollution monitors on the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's um, actually about a quarter of a size smaller than what we no- normally see on the, um, the air pollution monitors. And that distinction is really important because um, these smaller particles can uh, work its way much deeper into our lungs compared to like the PM10 or the, the normal fine particles that we're talking about. So I just want to make that distinction clear to your audience. Um, the cause and source, obviously, um, as people have heard before, is from China right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I can talk about all the reasons why PM, um, the, uh, the ultra-fine dust pollution is how it's made chemically and in the atmosphere and stuff, but right now, the answer is pretty simple. It's an external reason, and it's mostly coming from the Chinese continent. So, um, And you talked about, like, um, in your intro about during the season, well, this is one season, a, a more severe season when we have like the um, the COSA or the um, the yellow sand outburst in the right. springtime would be another big um, season per se. But um, uh, recently, more and more um, these uh, autumn uh, episodes are becoming a lot more common. What would be some of the adverse health effects of uh, ultrafine dust? Okay, well... Um, To start off, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, um, I think it was about two years ago, they basically declared that um, particle matter or ultrafine dust is carcinogenic to humans. It means basically that it causes Mm -hmm. cancer. So, you know, that's about as bad as it can get. Um, About one in eight of all deaths that occur in the world um, occur because of air pollution. And I think it was um, 2012, about three years ago, where um, they had a um, stat statistic where they said 3.7 million deaths occurred um, because of outdoor pollution and 4.3 million occurred because of indoor air pollution. So it's a very severe um, uh, this um, is the cause of illness. And basically, um, you know, it's mostly have, has to do with respiratory system or cardiovascular system. Um, it can get, lead to pneumonia, um, have severity of chronic lung diseases, inflammation lung tissue, and mm. even, you know, um, results in clots that cause like heart attacks and stuff. 
Uh, it sounds scary, obviously. Uh, you hear the warnings. They say stay indoors if possible, especially if you're elderly or young. Right. But if you have to go outdoors during these advisory periods, what can you do aside from wearing those simple masks? Well, that is about the only thing you can do. Mm. And um, you see it a lot more common these days, people wearing masks. And I think it's a, a good sign um, that people are more attentive toward, like, the forecasts uh, regarding air pollution. Um, there is no simple um, answer to your question other than um, trying to stay indoors, not doing too much exercise, which would lead to a large volume of air, which you mm. needed to breathe in very deeply. Um, but the masks are certified by um, the uh, Korean Food and Drug Administration. Um, they're named um, yellow sand masks, or in Korean, hwangsa mask. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just like a coining of the name. Um, they do more than... Um, uh, stop the yellow sand. It's, it's works also for fine particulates and ultra fine particles. Um, they have like different types um, that are like 80% effective or 95% effective in um, removing dust particles uh, from the airstream for about um, I think it's um, 0.6 micrometers and up. So I think that's the biggest thing that you can do. Um, you mentioned in your question that, again, um, children, aging populations, and um, you know, the elderly obviously have to be a little more careful, especially children, because children don't tend to be very good at wearing the mask um, for a long period of time. So uh, if you don't have um, the mask on properly, it's just a waste of time anyway. So I think that's very important when you try to um, have your kids wear th these masks. As you pointed out earlier, the, most of this is uh, due to what's coming over from China. It's very easy for us here in Korea to point the finger at them and be angry at China for sending over uh, yellow dust or fine dust. But we have to also remember the cities in China, if anything, have it much worse than us. Um, how do cities around the world generally deal with this situation? Obviously, Seoul is not unique. Yeah, definitely it's not unique. Um, and, well, it's not unique, but we have a special problem because, um, as you well know, now our population is like over 51 million. Um, and the problem in the capital area is that we have about half of that population located in this one left-hand upper side corner of the country. And when it comes to the number of automobiles, it gets even worse because mm -hmm. we have about 58% of the cars that are being run around in Korea um, all in this capital area. When you have that kind of a density of population density or the a number of cars that are being operated in such a small area, you are going to have pollution problems. And other metro uh, metropolises or other megacities is another common name for it, are also trying to deal with these problems. And, you know, we're doing the best we can. Our government is doing um, a lot of things that um, they can. And nowadays we are advanced enough where, like, um, the U.K. or France or the United States aren't doing anything more than us. It's just that we have a very unique problem of the population right. density, the number of cars, and then added on top of that is the, um, the external force from um, China because their development basically is making um, a lot of problems um, for them but also for us. And it's not just the natural causes of the yellow sand. It's now more and more the industrial um, pollution and the pollution that is caused by um, heating. And that's why in the, um, this November time period, um, we have a little spike in the, um, num the episodes, if you will, of um, dust pollution because the Chinese are starting to heat up because of the cold weather. Mm -hmm. And they're using, so a lot of them are using like um, coal 
and um, biomass for fuel, which causes a lot of um, air pollution, especially with um, fine particulates. And we're almost out of time, but final question briefly. Do you believe uh, things will get worse before they get better? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a really, um, I don't have a crystal ball yeah, or anything. Right. But um, the, the government actually has um, made a prediction for this month, and basically it's just three things. Um, again, like I said, the weather. Okay, the weather, including precipitation. Um, I'm an air pollution engineer, but I can't do as much as like a little rain spell might do. So if you have a lot of precipitation, obviously you're going to have cleaner air. Mm. And they have made predictions where the first um, part of November is going to be a little more cleaner because of the um, amount of precipitation. But after that, it's going to dry up a little. And um, nowadays, this, um, the yellow sand episodes are not only occurring in the springtime. It occurs all over, all over the place, you know, like in right. autumn or winter and stuff. So we still have to worry about that. And if we have unseasonably low temperatures in Korea or in China, that obviously leads to more um, mm. combustion and more heating, resulting in um, more severe pollution episodes. So we always have to be careful about that. Certainly. Uh, Professor Sanu, I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your expertise. Thank you very much. That was Professor Sanu Young from Gungguk University. Seoul City News up next.